Welcome to Rethinking Leadership, where we're serving fresh ideas over coffee, because nothing happens before coffee. I'm Jackie Lesser. And I'm Dee Yarrison. Grab your favorite mug and let us fill you up. Hello, Jackie. Good morning, Dee. Good morning. Sorry you're not feeling great today. Yeah, just, you know, came down with a cold and, you know, um, actually, probably on my way to feeling better. Um, Good. But I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today. So, um, so yeah. that's energizing. We're going to give it a whirl anyway. Mm-hmm. Cough drop and all. Yep. Our topic today is naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. That's actually the name of our topic. So what I want to start out by saying is this is a perspective, a very important perspective for anyone in any kind of a leadership position, whether that be in an organization or parenting or certainly teachers, um, that we are able to view others as being naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. Um, And we're going to break that apart in this episode and talk about, well, what do those words mean in the context of a perspective in our relationships? And also why it's important. Why, Why bother doing that, right? That's right. Yeah. And by way of introduction, I just want to say that we tend to move in habitual patterns in our relationships, you know, like think about people around the office or around the home. And we, we learn that, oh, so-and-so is always the cheerleader. And so, oh, so-and-so will take care of it. She's so helpful, you know, or so-and-so is always first to tell me why this isn't going to work. Right. And then we tend to treat each other based on the patterns that we've learned about each other. And and I know we talked extensively about that back in episode 13 on collusion. And in collusion, well, one of the steps in overcoming collusion is to become aware of how I'm thinking about the person I'm having difficulty with and then choosing another way. You know, how else could I see him or her? What else could this mean? And so in this episode, that idea of how else could I see him or her, we're offering a very foundational perspective, um, what I know you and I both believe to be a very essential choice that we make about how we're going to view our fellow human beings. And that is, again, naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. Yeah. I remember hearing that for the first time in our coach training. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, that is such a new concept you know, because typically you, you meet somebody and then you're, you're right away, you're judging. Right. Is this person smarter than me? Is this person less smart? Is this person, you know, how is this person different than me? How is this person the same as I am? And it's, it was such a mind blower for me to think, whoa, you mean people aren't problems to be solved? Right. Because I had the consultant mindset, but I think that in coach training, we took an, like a, like an oath that we would see people as creative, as resourceful and as whole. And that in doing so, they would respond with their own, you know, with their brilliance, with their genius, with their unique, unique way of coming into the world as, as their best selves, you know, coming to work or coming to, coming to the home, coming to, to relationship as their best selves. When you see them that way, that's how they show up. Wow. (laughs) So true. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. And this is really one of the ways that coaching differs from consulting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, this was my problem also when I first started the coach training. 
I mean, I was always in there with a solution. And it was really interesting to take a back seat and think, wait a second, I don't have to fix this person. I don't, you know, this is not a problem to be solved. This person, all I'm doing is just being present with this idea that this person is naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. And when I see them that way, I'm encouraging them to show up as that right. and to come up with with you know, solutions for themselves right. about how to get things done or how to change a habit or how to advance to the next level. Yeah. It's a way of relating. It's a way that I, like the mindset that I take on that informs then the way I relate with you. And it's a way of relating with you that is full of possibility and lacking in judgment. I mean, that's the whole idea behind it. We'll talk about that more is, you know, so this, this way of relating with you because of the mindset that I, the viewpoint that I am living from is now, um, it creates a, a different feel in the relationship, a different set of expectations where my expectation of you is to just show up and bring your brilliance, you know, bring your genius that I'm, I'm watching for it. I'm right. helping you to, as a coach, you know, I'm helping you to believe in it and to find right. it because I see it. Um, and, you know, so we're saying as a coach, but really as a mom, as a leader, as a business mm -hmm. owner, as a partner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think also many uh, people have heard of the Pygmalion effect, mm. right? It's a phenomenon whereby you have higher expectations, and that leads to an increase in performance. And when I say higher expectations, I don't mean that you're thinking that this person can do something, you know, without support and things like that, but you see them as creative, resourceful, and whole, and they show up. And I remember in my staffing days when, um, when I would poll people, I would ask them, you know, so tell me about one of the, the highlights of your career so far. Or your last job. And 85% of the people told me that when they worked for someone who thought they could do something that they themselves didn't believe they could do, that that was the highlight. So it's like, you know, you get this great boss, a great supervisor, a great leader that says, I believe in you. Mm -hmm. I know you can do mm -hmm. it. You know, let's put the wheels in motion. It's very, very creative, resourceful, and whole is a, is a superpower, uh, perspective because it's so empowering it's empowering for you as the person you know offering it because it's very it's freeing I don't have to fix you I don't have to worry you know and then for the other person it's like wow this this person really sees me holy cow mm, right and that's a pretty amazing feeling yeah and it um in coaching we use the term like calling forth which is mm -hmm. a way of of believing in somebody standing on the mountain and saying, come on, like, I know that you know how to get here. I'm up here. I'm holding your flag. Right. And then we treat them as if they have absolutely everything they need to take those steps. We, we relate with them. We speak to them in, mm -hmm. in ways, asking questions that help them to look within a little bit differently. And we should probably give some examples here. I, you know, I think one of the things that is true about this is our job is to see them as that. Right. Yes. And and then to help them see it and then encourage it out. You know, I was just thinking about one of my um, friend's kids swim coach. This kid didn't believe that she could break a particular time. And boy, that coach did. Mm -hmm. He was so sure of it. Yeah. And so she swam her heart out and she did. She did. So she was doing it for herself, but she was also doing it because someone 
besides her, believed in her, really thought she was capable. So she broke the barrier of what she thought she was capable of. Right. Yeah. There's four words that we're saying. So naturally, creative, resourceful, and whole. And when I think of naturally, what I that's a big one for me because it means like you are this way by nature. Mm-hmm. I am not, by anything I say or do, I'm not going to add to who you are. I'm not going to take away from who you are. You have been created. You are creative, resourceful, and whole. Yeah, that's a wow. In other words, you don't have to learn it. I mean, you can develop it, but you came with it. Mm -hmm. Factory installed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, factory installed. What was factory installed? Creativity. You are naturally creative. Capable of solving every problem that comes your way. Capable of coming up with extraordinary solutions, new ideas. Your creativity, you're wired to be creative. Exactly. You also come with that level of resourcefulness. Like, I don't know how to do this, but I can ask or I can research or I can go somewhere. Like, to be resourceful means that even if you don't have what you need, you know a way to find it. Yeah, a belief that I can figure this out. I can, I will handle this, whatever it is. I will handle it. That belief in myself, um, or you know, if we're talking about seeing, taking this perspective on about how we view other humans in our life, that mindset of you've got this, you yeah. will oh handle gosh. this, you will figure this out. Yeah, yeah, boy, that's that's a real. I mean, you just hit a a real um, point with me because of when my daughter Lauren, you know, had been um, diagnosed with anorexia. And she had gone to rehab and, and there was just so much going on. And there was a point where when it first happened, I didn't, you know, I lost my sense of that. And as soon as I came back to the, wait a second, she's creative, she's resourceful, she's whole. Everything changed for me in terms of how I saw her. And it really impacted the relationship so strongly. And, and she is, as a, you know, I've said this before in some of the other episodes, she's thriving, Mm -hmm. you know, and she now believes that about herself. Yeah. I mean, she is so resourceful. Right. So yeah, I have a friend who I was talking to last night, who's out in Kansas city for a week and she has a daughter who is a June, just finished her junior year in high school. And she's very, really struggling with anxiety and, and, um, actually self-harm behaviors. And my friend had questioned whether she should go on this trip and, leave her daughter at home. I mean, she's got two siblings and a dad. Um, but you know, so if my friend had said, I, I, she needs me there, she, she can't handle this, you know, seeing her as not naturally creative, resourceful and whole, she may have canceled her trip. And she said that one of our other friends said to her, if you go, that's going to send a really powerful message to her that you believe that she's okay. You know, that she's going to be okay on her own because she's got everything she needs. And, um, and so she, you know, she did, she's, she's on, she's on the trip currently. And, um, she asked, said to her daughter, Hey, I'm going to go. You okay with that? Spoke to her from that belief system of you are naturally creative, resourceful and whole. And if I go away for a week, you're going to, that doesn't change, you know? Right. Yeah. So we can call others to the last piece to remember their wholeness. You yes, know, you're not yeah. broken by me being here. It's not, I'm not making you whole. Mm-hmm or holding your brokenness together or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. you are whole because that's how you came. 
You know, right. that's how you arrived on the earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's such a big one. It uh, is a big one because there's so many people that have different feelings about themselves. You know, it either shows up as unworthiness or lack of confidence, or it might show up as um, less than in some way. And the fact of the matter is that regardless of anyone else, you in and of yourself, you know, are whole and there's nothing to be fixed. And that is just such a, a strange concept because especially, you know, I mean, we're in the, in the field, but there's billion dollar industry on self-help. You know, mm-hmm. and self-help doesn't mean we're, tr- hopefully it doesn't mean we're trying to fix you. It means let us show you where you are whole and let us normalize the feelings that you're having and let us remind you of who you truly are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, from our self perspective, we can put conditions on our wholeness, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. if I don't finish in the top three over here, then I'm I'm less than. I'll feel more whole. I'll feel more okay if I finish this project on time. And I think as leaders, we we don't do it intentionally, I hope, but we can contribute to that feeling of there's conditions on my, there's conditions on all of it, on whether I am treated as if I'm naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. That's a great point. And what we're trying to say here is is it's not conditional. Mm -hmm. It's no matter what you are creative no matter what you are resourceful right. mm-hmm. even when even when i don't get this done in time or even when we're like my husband right now they're in this iteration 3 of this project they're so far over budget and like and he's got to really as the leader of that team he's got to really remember to be encouraging and supportive and really um be he's being called forth to take on this perspective not just for himself but to hold that perspective for others on his team so they don't all crumble and be like we're never going to get it right we can't do it you know just got to keep pulling them forward not pushing from behind but pulling them standing just a little bit up ahead going get up guys it's okay we've got this so again that idea of believing in people seeing them in this way and then calling them seeing it in them and then helping them see it in themselves. Yeah. And I think the bottom line, like, you know, why do you want to be doing this, right? Why do you want to take on this perspective? And I would say that if you're a leader, if you're a parent, if you're a spouse, if you're a partner, if you're a friend, it's because you want the person that you're in relationship with to be empowered. And you want the person you're in relationship with to be engaged. Yes. And you want the person that you're in relationship with to be independent and and to remember who they really are. I mean, it serves in it, you know, the relationship in such a high way. Yes. You know, I think what would be helpful too is just to give people that are listening some tips on how do we remember that people are creative, resourceful, and whole. Because you know, I know you and I coming into this into coach training, you know, over a decade ago, it was like, mm, I don't know about that. (laughs) Maybe not all people, but no, what we're saying today is no, all people. Mm. And so whether they work for you, they work with you, you work for them, um, you live with them, you play with them, whatever it is, you're related to them. How do you remember? What are the tips we can give them to remember that people are creative, resourceful, and whole? Well, yeah, and so these tips are probably things that we've said before, um, but these are really important. The first one would be to be aware of your thoughts, to listen within, observe my thoughts while I'm in meetings or in interactions with this person, and just get aware of what are the 
What are the ways I tend to think about this person? And then the second one would be then to think about, okay, how do how do I want to be treated? You know, right. well, I want people to give me the benefit of the doubt. I want people to believe in me. I don't want to be judged as a human being based on some action that I did or didn't yeah. do. Or a mistake I made. I, I actually, you know, I, I want I want people to give me the benefit of the doubt, but also a clean slate. Yeah. Yes. And well, so that's tip three would be to then mm-hmm. um, be willing to see others with a clean slate to suspend our judgment, forget, kind of forget what you know about this person. You know, again, we've talked about that before about coming in with beginner's mind. Right. And I would say that the beginner's mind is not blank because what we're saying here is, and this is tip four, then I'm inserting into that the belief of this person is naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. And also to build on that is just this understanding that this person, any other person, shares the needs and the wants of every other human being. We want to feel connected. Right. We want to trust each other. We want to show up as full and good and doing the right thing. Yeah. We, we all want that. We want to feel like we're making a contribution. Yeah. And so I think that's an important thing to remember when you're saying, well, you know, how do I think about this person as creative, resourceful, and whole? Just remember that underneath whatever you've been seeing so far, there is a deep desire to be connected and to trust and to thrive. They want to do that and they want to do a good job. That's right. I think that's so important to remember that about people is, you know, nobody wakes up in the morning and says, you know, I think I'm going to just go in there and be really negative. We must see through the behavior that presents itself at times to like look past that and see that the truth of who that person is, which is, again, if we're willing to take on this mindset that every person is naturally creative, resourceful, and whole, even that person who's constantly, you know, showing up with a negative attitude. And so it's a call to first believe in that. And then again, to start shifting, okay, if, if I'm going to believe this about that person, how would I speak to them? Right. You know, how would that mm-hmm. inform the questions I ask them? Yeah, no, I think that it's great because what we're going to do in the worksheet is we're going to have a way for you to experiment. Yes. Pick a relationship and, and to work through this. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you want to be, you need to be willing to shift the relationship And you need to be willing to consider that the person is creative, resourceful, and whole. But we'll give you some exercises on how to really practice how to do that. Yeah. And bring that home. Yeah. Because it definitely, I think, is not the first mindset that we take on about others, you know? So we have yeah. to we have to do that consciously and maybe with a little effort even to choose this mindset. Right. And you know, I think I what I think is so amazing about this episode. And, um, you know, building on some of the other ones is that so often we think that the change has to happen outside of us, that it's it's really Joe that has to change. Mm. When in fact, Joe will change, but first we have to start the ball rolling. Yeah. Yes. And so there is a real responsibility that we have in the relationship to make sure that we lay the groundwork for Joe to be his very best. Yes. I love that you added that here at the end because that is probably the most important reason why. Well, why bother? You know, right. because I want Joe to be his very best. It benefits right. me. It mm-hmm. benefits him. It benefits the team, right? And so we can approach that in a number of ways. You know, there's the old carrot and stick 
theory and all the different ways to hopefully get different behavior from someone. And yet this simple, it may feel simple, um, and it's not necessarily always easy, strategy of changing, trying on a new perspective myself, and then letting that perspective really inform everything I do with this person, everything I say, beginning with the way I think about this person. Yeah. Right. And taking, I think this, what this does to me or for me is actually gives me an opportunity to say, you have a responsibility, you know, for myself, like there is a responsibility Mm -hmm. you have in this relationship. You know, you're not the victim of this relationship of Joe never getting things done on time. You are part of the equation here. So it gives me the responsibility to, you know, remember who they are, remember who I am and work with that perspective. I think it's really, really powerful. I remember one of my, um, one of my clients was fairly new to the organization, came in at the top, uh, you know, he runs the entire organization. And, and when he came in, he inherited a bunch of people that were already on the executive team. And one guy in particular, he just felt so frustrated with. Well, you know, in the day-to-day, he was like, why can't this guy just let go of control? Why can't this guy do a better job at delegating? Why can't this guy do a better job of listening? He felt like this guy was nodding but not complying. He felt like this guy was just really being just trying to save his his job but not in the not in a way that was actually in a good performing way anyway bottom line is when we talked about it you know would you be willing to see him as creative resourceful and home we talked about what that was we, would you be willing to be a part of this relationship that actually helps the shift mm. and he was you know because he was because he said look you just came into this organization how would you want people to see you would you want a fair shot or do you want your reputation to precede you? So what we ended up doing was giving this guy a clean slate. Mm-hmm. This way, my client was asking really curious questions about, so what you're doing right now, how's it working? What if change would make it better? Um, and my client also uh, put aside assumptions that he couldn't be trusted, but that he could be trusted, you know, to to try some new things. And, and he took it down to even like, creating a, a like a small book club for the executive team. And so they all kind of got on the same level about where they're doing these things, where they're not doing these things. Anyway, lo and behold, after a while, he started to remove the barriers, what, what separated the two of them and started to see what was um, the same as the two of them. Oh, nice. And this guy really responded very, very positively. So he is, um, he's so much happier. Well, the guy is so much happier. My client is so much happier mm. too. They're still working on it and it's, it's moving in the right direction. So. Oh, that's an awesome story. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. It's just amazing what happens when the leader or the spouse or the family man is willing. Wow. You know, what's my part in this and am I mm. willing Right. to see somebody how they want to be, you know, how I want to be seen. So yeah, yeah. I think in the worksheet, we will give people the opportunity to, to experiment with a with a relationship. And I would love to challenge people. Like, if you know of anybody that could be benefiting from hearing this, you know, please share this episode with them. And please subscribe to the podcast, Rethinking Leadership, Serving Fresh Ideas Over Coffee, on iTunes or um, SoundCloud or Google Play or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right, Dee. Well, until next time. We're so glad that you were here with us today, listening to Rethinking Leadership, serving fresh ideas over coffee. 
You can connect with Jackie Lesser on JackieLesser.com and you can connect with me, Dee Yarrison, at EssentialShiftNow.com. And we'll see you next time.